You're now tuned into the Hardwood Brand Podcast with your favorite guys, Dorian and Kyle. Good afternoon and welcome back to the Hardwood Brand Podcast. It's your favorite guys, Kyle and Dorian. If this is your first time listening, welcome and thanks for checking us out. To our regular listeners, welcome back and thanks for rolling with us. On this podcast, we discuss basketball-related topics. And we hope you find our conversations entertaining and educational. If you do, go back to our previous podcast and check them out. And with that said, let's sub ourselves in the game and get this ball moving. (laughs) Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry, Kyle just said something before we started the intro, so we'll get into it later, but... Welcome back, everybody, to another Hardwood Brand Podcast. I know it's been a minute, but we finally back. It's your boy, D. Hill, the gift card bandit. Your boy, Ro Parrish, on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Ro Parrish. Um, nah, it's your boy, uh, Old Man Ross, sweatsuits and uh, fly kicks. <laughs> hey, we got if y'all sp- don't know who Ro Parrish is, he's one of the commentators or host of NBA TV he wore the tinted glasses. Kyle called him Teddy Riley. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Ro. We watching the game today. That's all. That's funny. Oh, man. Go ahead, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, you guys. It's been a, you know, long overdue for a new podcast episode, but we kind of been, you know, working in the, the background and, uh, like, restructuring some things and uh, just working on some things in the in the background. But we thought it was necessary to get back on after All-Star break to kind of give you guys a recap of the All-Star game as well as talk about uh, what we think is going to happen moving forward in the second half of the season. Now that the playoffs are, you know, the next big thing, we'll talk about injuries and trades, of course. That's right, the trades. Yeah, Trading deadlines next week. And teams locking in, like you mentioned, to get ready for the playoffs. Only 30-something games left. Yeah. See who's going to win this chip. Man. Uh, how you been? I've been all right, man. Just trying to stay lay low. It's been one year since the COVID thing happened. Oh, it's just crazy, right? But, yeah, man, just trying to stay, you know, stay healthy, stay Safe, stay right? low, stay out the way. You going you gonna go back to the gym, start hooping again, or what's that's the, a negative? What's I the, do wish they put some rims back up so we could at least go shoot somewhere. At least get by eight, right? Yeah, man, I'm trying to get my jumpers up. I ain't shot a basketball in about a year almost. Since my last day hooping in the gym was March 14th, Damn. 2020. I hooped, and they were unsure about what was going on. And then everything else shut down shortly after. So just trying, you know, as you mentioned, just trying to stay safe, stay out of the way. Uh, The world is starting to open back up. I'm still hesitant for big, large gatherings and crowds. You know how we move. But I'm interested to see how just how the world opens up. And uh, it'll be fun to possibly go to summer league or be back yeah. and little things i think we'll we'll have to move a lot different well we won't but the world will just have to yeah. move different with masks and making sure everybody's clean and healthy but overall it is what it is uh let's talk about this all-star game that they just threw together <laughs> the covid all-star game is what i'm gonna call it yeah that's what it was i mean i think like a lot of players they shouldn't have had it 
honestly, especially with all that's going on in the All-Star game, being a fan experience, mm-hmm. like, I felt mm-hmm. like they should have just not did it. I mean, I know, like, I, you know, they had it in Atlanta, and Atlanta is considered open, but it wasn't like, you know, the fans weren't really in the stands Mm-mm. at the All-Star game and, and the, all the festivities there. So I just, I don't know. I just think it was like a money grab situation. I mean, they looked out for the black colleges. That's the one plus, but also. You could have did that in normal times. That's true. They didn't give like a extraordinary amount to them. That's true. But they did put them on that platform of All-Star Weekend. Which was cool. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was dope. Uh, Embiid and Ben Simmons couldn't play because of COVID tracing, going to get lineups. <laughs> and then Embiid said he was going to donate money. Oh, yeah. It was like 100000 or but something, did right? He, but because he didn't play, did he still donate? Or I need to I text mean, they him. They said they're going to donate. <laughs> Maybe I need to text him and ask him. Because I, mean, I was, he got it. What? COVID? The, no. Oh, the <laughs> money. Oh, yeah, you're right. I, you said he got it. I don't know. I also saw, which was funny before we get into the all-star festivities, they had women like in U-Haul trucks like sleeping, I guess, no hotel. Holes of B-Holes. I know this is a kid's show. I'm but still surprised that that goes on. What? The holes. What you mean surprised? Like you you that thirsty that you're going to sleep in Get go to a venue in a U-Haul van? Yes, you should never be surprised. It didn't. It didn't stop when AIDS was full force, and it's not gonna stop now. All Star Weekend, the hoes come out. Okay? That's crazy, bro. Or, excuse me. This is the 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 nightlife of women come out. It was there was just that type of. And you know, in Atlanta, the strip club scene is heavy. I think the strip club was closed one week during COVID. One week. They said the strippers were just wearing masks, but they were still fully nude. I'm just telling you what they... I haven't been. They told me. This is what I read an email. You got to go to a strip club during the pandemic. No, it's no... If you don't have... People are going. It's not that important. For you, it's not. (laughs) You don't know what goes down in the dirty, I guess dirty people south. People got that little stimulus in the unemployment. They throwing them. Oh, they throwing them, man. They creating all kind of fake jobs. And anyway, yeah, let's get back on all star overall. I enjoyed won the skills challenge for what it was. Sabonis won the big man. I'm always happy when the big men win the events. The three point contest was probably the best of the. It wasn't the weekend of the day. <laughs> Uh, with Steph winning, but that's nothing new. Right. The only thing that I enjoyed about the game was Dame and Steph shooting. Yeah. And the dunk contest was pretty trash. The dunk that's contest I, was just not what it needed to be. But yeah, I definitely agree with the with your assessment of the day. The um, three point contest to me was the most entertaining. We got to see Steph shoot lights out. And the ending of the three-point contest was was amazing. Steph only winning by one point. I, at this m- point, and you know, if you ain't seen it, then I'm sorry if I spoiled it for you. No, it was that was the highlight. Um, everything else was pretty, pretty terrible. You know, pretty terrible. Yeah, the dunk contest. They gotta figure something out, man. What do you want them to figure out? They should. I. I mean, I know in the past I said that they should have the internet guys. In there, but I feel like 
it's an NBA All-Star weekend, so I don't think that they would have them in there exclusively by themselves. But maybe teaming them up with a internet dunker and have them collectively create something or come up with something together to help them. Like maybe the the internet guys could be their on the court coaches to work on the dunks so that we can get some stuff that we've never seen. I mean, obviously they would have worked on them before, but um, incorporate that. Something, huh? Yeah, man, because, I don't know, maybe we're spoiled. We've we seen are. so many amazing dunks over the years, but I just feel like the dunk contest is just kind of, the format's bad, the judging is bad. It's a lot of it's a lot of bad. And D-Way should not have been able to even be in the, in the building for All-Star for what he did last year. Well, because of that whole debacle, you saw how – yeah. They had to pick the person's name instead of a score. But the scoring, the judges, you still have the old man get off my line with Dominique and D. Brown. They, those first set of dunks by the guys all should have been 49-50s. Yeah. You know, but they still – they didn't do a good job. Excuse me. One thing you mentioned, the fans. Uh, going back to the game real quick, I feel like fans should not be able to vote for the starters – I think it should be a conversation amongst players and peers, coaches, reward guys that are really, 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 really having a good season because some guys, that's all they'll be is an all-star. They'll True. never be a champion, an MVP, or whatever, defensive player. And you can, when they negotiate contracts, guys can say, hey, man, I've been an all-star twice or I was a starter or all-star, whatever it might be. But Julius Randle is a prime example of somebody that should have been a starter. I don't know who do you remove. I was hesitant that Kyrie was – I get it. The name, it's a popularity thing. Nothing, No shots at Kyrie or nor Kevin who didn't even play. But Sabonis, other guys that are having good seasons but they're just on bad teams and are mm-hmm. not as popular – they don't get uh, the praise that they should. I agree with that. Dame should have been a starter and not Luka, but I know Luka's whole country or wherever he's from, all his fans voted for him. Hey, it is what it is. So I just think moving forward, maybe they should allow the fans to vote maybe two or three spots on the reserve side, Mm -hmm. on the bench, and they give them the the ballot, and they're like, these players are going to make it. You guys vote amongst these 10 guys and let the fans do that. Because Clay Thompson getting 300,000 votes and Caruso and Manscaped and whoever voted for him, that's, let's just settle <laughs> down, okay? That's a joke. So I just wanted to say that. That's all. I also want to say, because you mentioned it, get creative. Bring horseback maybe or something like that to All-Star Weekend. You can reach out to us. We have a great game, an oh, idea, yeah, NBA, sure. uh, that will be popular once the right people get a hold of it. Yeah. So you guys can reach out and we'll give you our game and idea and go from there. But Hardwoodbrand at gmail.com. That's it. That's the email. Just hit us up and we'll take care of it. Overall, it was a mediocre all-star. Giannis did get MVP. He was 16 for 16. And they weren't just dunks. No, he hit a couple threes. A couple bank shots. I saw him. Giannis is he's, he's the freak. Playing on nerve rims out there. <laughs> Giannis is too it's crazy. He's too dope. Well, what's what you got? Okay, so the question is that I have for you is, um, so for the All Star voting, uh huh. 
send it out for the players and the coaches to vote for the starters. Mm-hmm. Or maybe just have the players vote for the starters because the players know who balling. Yeah, amongst them, yeah, the and peers. And they still have the coaches do the, reserve. do the reserves, but then hold off three spots, the three spots at the end. The three, the, the three last spots for the fans. For the fans to vote those players. And the NBA will still have control of who those three spots exactly. will go to because – don't give me somebody that ha- that's not even in the league. Yeah, like you know who's voting for Clay Thompson? He clearly is hurt. People in Golden State. Come on, bro. Or I should say, people in San Francisco and Oakland. I'm just like you wasting votes. That's what I'm saying. But you have a control thing where it's like, okay, cool. You had people voting for Tony Bland or somebody random. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> what is that about? Right. So that's what I think the NBA should do. Like I, I think that's a great you know the thing players like you forward. said the players know dudes that are yeah. balling and some of the players LeBron LeBron didn't care if he was a starter or not. LeBron didn't even want to be there. I know he didn't play the third or fourth quarter. He was over there eating a Klondack bar or something. I was like, what are you doing? So it is what it is. I just think that they the NBA this would have been a good year to take some notes and maybe for next year come with some new uh, uh, events or something new because it was just all over and the I place. And I think, okay, what do you think about this? I just thought of this right now, honestly. After after you've been in the league and you made the All-Star game 10 times, mm-hmm. you should not be allowed to play no more. Give, like, some other players should have an opportunity to be All-Star. Like, LeBron don't care if he's an All-Star. Well, like he could be named an All Star, but not have to play in the game. Well, that's a great. I, I like. I like that. I was gonna say, but once again, the conversation—if you put it amongst the players, Chris Paul and all these guys, hey man, you are an All Star. It's gonna go towards your streak of yeah. But you don't have to play yeah. because you have you young. Can, you can play if you want, or you can pass it down to somebody else. That's a great. That's a good conversation because you have these, like I mentioned, these young guys who might not be an All Star. 12 times, yeah. but one or two times, they're just so happy. And it's it's too many great players that are getting snubbed because you got this hierarchy in the league. That's like, oh, LeBron is. has to be there. That's James has to be there. Yeah. KD has to be there. Like, there's I, so many guys that are playing well at an all-star level that don't get that nod to be in the all-star game because of the old heads now. And – and we mentioned this about MVP, and we're not going to get into it. But also, what are you basing it off of? Because, yeah, you say the the writers and other people, but it's writers that don't like players too. That's what so I'm saying. So they're not going to vote for Russell Westbrook, whose numbers, he's still averaging a triple-double. Right. He wasn't there. Trey Young is averaging 28, 20. He wasn't there. So you look at guys that didn't make the team, but yet you put guys in there as a default. Yes, Rudy Gobert, because your team is in first place. Right. So let's put him on there. That's not fair. Right. As you mentioned. He's supposed to be playing all-star level. This is is what it is. Then we we did all this praising and we wanted Devin Booker to be on the team and Devin didn't even play because he had a knee injury. But Devin should have still been there. He should have been there, no questions asked. First time, no more, oh, you're going to be substituting for somebody because they hurt. Like, no, he should have been there. He should have been there. I agree. Look at the guys – that got hurt or COVID that kept him from playing, it would have been guys that got snubbed that didn't come in because of injuries. Exactly. Because That's K- two spots. If KD plays. Yep. Or three spots then. 
Anthony Davis plays. They didn't replace Embiid and oh, they didn't. And Ben Simmons. Oh, that's right. right. I don't think so. But Devin Booker got replaced with Mike. So you look at guys as you mentioned that just get snubbed every year, but are playing like all stars. So we just want to know what is the. They got to do something. You're right. Like we said, holla at us, NBA. If you guys know somebody that work at the NBA, we'll sit down to talk strategy with them. And we'll get it together for you guys. Bro, help us out, Ro Parrish. Ro Parrish, we need you. That's why I shouted you out at the beginning of this PC. <laughs> <laughs> My man, Ro Parrish. All right, so look, uh, All-Star is done. We always know that that means the second half is kicking off. Uh, you have 30-plus games left. Teams are starting to kick it in overdrive. This is when they get serious. LeBron obviously starts to get locked in. Yep. Injuries have played a big part. We mentioned from the since last year, the end of the bubble to now, mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler was hurt and he took off games the beginning of this season. Uh, then you have D'Angelo Russell's been hurt. Katie's been hurt off and on due to COVID tracing, and then his his leg. Jaron Jackson has been out. C.J. McCollum. The list is endless. Right. AD is probably one of the bigger injuries because of the Lakers trying to repeat. Uh, he's still going to be out for a couple weeks. I don't know why they're playing LeBron so many minutes. They got to stop that. <laughs> the man is – he's clearly able to do it. He's a robot, that's why. But they need to chill out. That man is, what, 36? They got to chill, bro. I robot. He's a robot. They got to chill. It's just LeBron playing so many minutes um, without AD. You figure, hey, this you could cause an injury, which we don't want. You're right. But also give the younger guys an opportunity to play while AD is out. And kick LeBron's minutes back. Even give him a game or two off. We don't care. Right, like, right. No I mean, fans. when you're playing against a team that clearly isn't in the playoff race. Orlando. Like, yeah, like, let LeBron rest. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't need to play in those games. OKC. There's no fans. There. Nobody's going to say nothing if you rest them now. I mean, I know they last year they was trying to find people and all this stuff. And they said the, t- the bigger games, televised. Right. And- those games I understand. But like you said, if they're playing Orlando and it's on a Wednesday night and it's not on ESPN, like, let that man rest. It's true. It's true. And like we always talk about, like, you got to give these young guys some time to play to build up their confidence, especially going into the playoffs. Like, yeah, your your rotations are tighter in the playoffs, but – if you have guys that have played and are confident going to the playoffs, I mean that's going to make your chances a little better. A I mean, lot better. in my eyes, a lot better. Yeah, you give you give guys opportunity to play, you build confidence, and you don't know what'll happen. Right. So, I mean, we'll we'll see. That's for, we'll stay with the West. That's the biggest injury on the West. Uh, Utah is balling. Everybody says, oh, they got a shot this year. How do you feel about Utah? I mean, they're a very skilled team. They're very solid. They're like a a rec league team that's filled with just veteran guys that just know how to hoop. A rec league team? Well, you you know what I'm saying. Like, they're not the flashiest. But, like, say you in, like, a 
in like you in a league or whatever, and you your team, you guys got all these guys that are athletic and all this stuff, and then you play these like old guys and they dog you like because they're fundamentally sound, mm-hmm. they make the right play, they don't turn the ball over. I feel like that's what Utah is, and they've benefited from the Laker injuries to you know that they've been suffering with Anthony Davis, and the Clippers had like a three game losing streak before the All Star break. Um, and they just kind of been in the right place at the right time, playing the right, you know, type of basketball. Yeah. I don't know if it, they can sustain it, but I think they'll still be in the thick of it at the top. They'll be in the top five for sure. I think, I think. Um, I mean, Donovan, of course, I'm by, Donovan, he's always going to be Donovan. Yeah. But people don't realize uh, Michael Conley playing with them a full season, healthy, helps veteran style and you know you have Jordan Clarkson that should be six man right putting up 19 another ex-Laker as you mentioned timing is perfect for them but that's how basketball that's how sports is right other teams benefit off a bad trade or injury or whatever it might be and the Lakers aren't the favorite anymore but they're not the favorite because AD is hurt they're 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 not the favorites because of what Brooklyn is doing out there, just right. stacking. So, yeah. if AD comes back, I still think they have a great shot because, oh, as we sure. mentioned, he's a cheat code, and then you have LeBron the robot, and all you need is now you just need to win four games out of each series. It's different playing with LeBron and AD in right. that setting. So I I don't really see Utah. I feel like Utah is what Denver was last year. I agree with that. And I don't really see much coming out of them uh, when it comes to the playoffs. But we'll see. A lot of things will just have to play in their favor. But and, it's the West, it can, again, is going to be tough. It can happen because who else is in the West right now? Like you The me- second surprise team in the West is the Phoenix Suns. They're in second place, 25-12. and 12. So that's why Charles was talking reckless, talking about Chris Paul Chris, should be MVP. Yeah. I mean, it – I guess there's an argument there. Well, now that they're in second place, right? Everybody thought they were in eighth. Well, because at first they were not playing up to their potential, no, but they start kicking it in the high gear. You know, every, I think it's more like they needed time with each other, and you know, Devin Booker had to figure it out. He was hurt for he a little while, but you know, they playing well down there. They our got fav- all the pieces and our favorite coaches over there. One of them, Monty. I love Monty, man. Yeah, so we want him Nothing to do but well. But the best for Monty. Yeah. I, w- I wouldn't be mad at it. Yeah, we want him to do well. So, but Chris Paul, you, you kind of don't like him well, too much. I mean, I, it's yeah, a Clipper no. thing. It's when, the, when he was with the Clippers, you had more hatred. But now that he's gone, you don't. Well, yeah, like I, as a basketball fan, like I, you know, I think Chris Paul is an amazing player. I just feel like. Sometimes in the clutch, he's not as clutch as people think he is, especially with the Clippers. Got you. That's all. Um, I got it. But yeah, he's an amazing floor general. Like he's a veteran now, so people he got everybody ear, and you know he kind of takes the pressure off Devin Booker having to do so much all the time. I agree with that. So, I mean, I wouldn't be mad if Phoenix stayed in that top level, but I mean, to be realistic, the Lakers are if AD comes back. Oh, that's a wrap. They'll win some games and be back in first. And then the Clippers, if they reel some off, they'll be back in second. And then Phoenix will probably slide and Utah will probably slide to third. And then you got Portland in fifth and Denver sixth. The Spurs 
with a lot of young guys are in seventh and the Mavericks rounded out at, at the eighth spot. And I think, too, certain teams, when you're talking about seeding, a lot has to do with home court advantage, but because of no fans and, right. the la- I mean, there's so many different things that come into play. Certain guys, don't, LeBron don't care if he's at home or away. LeBron's no, gonna, he's just going to hoop. And AD is probably the same, and they, they got guys locked in to do that. Paul George is probably somebody that would benefit from the fans and being at home Yeah, uh, because he struggled at times in the playoffs in the bubble. So certain guys, Kawhi don't care. Kawhi don't even probably know where he is half the time when he's hooping because he's just locked in. Right. Jamal Murray, somebody that probably would benefit playing in the bubble again or at home. No distractions. Uh, so I think when you talk about seeding, as you mentioned, the Lakers could fall to three or four. That would be scary if you're the fifth seed and you got to play the Lakers at four. Because then it's like the Lakers. Then the next round, who you know, who did the Lakers? It doesn't matter, right? You know, certain teams, it doesn't matter where they are. And the Lakers, I feel like if they get AD back, the Lakers are their favorites They're in the, the West. Cut favorites. I'm sorry. I don't care what the nah. Joker and yeah. Donovan do and Chris Paul and not, they're the favorites. At the end of the day, you got LeBron and AD. You got to tangle with Do you see Dame and them doing anything when CJ comes back, McCullum? Anything as far as? You you know what anything means? Anything in the playoffs. I mean, they might get to the conference finals, depending, you know, like Nurkic come back, mm-hmm. CJ come back. You know, they playing well with Melo and um, Dame and some of the young guys, like Anthony's playing well. Oh, yeah, Anthony Simons. So... I don't think they're going to be able to come out the West. Mm. I hate to say it because every year. It's the same thing. Yeah, I mean, we'll get into it later. If they add a piece or two, like, they might be able to make some noise. But I don't know. I mean, I, I, Dame's one of my favorite players. I would love to see him get over that hump and get to a, a finals. But could they win? I mean, you'd rather have a good shot if you go into the finals instead of getting to the finals against Sweat. It's like the Portland of the '90s when they had Clyde Drexler, exactly. Terry Porter. It was good. And then they put, they ran in the mic. And then it was the Trailblazers of the 2000s when they had Rasheed. And they got and cheated they, by the Lakers. And they ran into Damon. And they had Damon Stoudemire and and Scottie Pippen. And they ran into Kobe and Shaq. So certain guys, it's not Dame. It's the team and the setting and yeah. the system. And Dame could have left and gone somewhere else to link up to be a super team and won a chip. He could go, he could go to Golden State with Steph if exactly. he wanted to, but he's not that kind of guy. Nah, he's he he like old school. He's gonna stick with that one team. He's a hell of a player. All right, going to the East Coast. Let's fly over to the East Coast. Uh, Phillies in first. They had a they had a they had they're having a small setback. Embiid got hurt. Mm-hmm. He's out for a couple weeks, two to three weeks. Brooklyn is second. They're tied for first. Half a game back. Well, they'll listen. They'll they're be, pretty much tied for first. They'll be in first with Embiid being out. <laughs> oh, with, for sure. Um, when Embiid comes back, and Brooklyn finally gets everybody together, can Philly beat Brooklyn, or you got Brooklyn just running away with it off of what we see on paper with the names? It's hard for me to say that. Brooklyn will beat Philly only because you look at how well Embiid is playing. Uh-huh. And he's a dominant force in the paint. DeAndre is older. Embiid can dog 
I mean, that's just a mismatch for me. Mm-hmm. And we all know that the Brooklyn Nets don't play defense. great defense at all. So you got to tangle with an MVP candidate for seven games if it goes seven or four games at least. I don't know if they have the the tools to be able to stop him. It would be a great series. I don't. I don't think that Brooklyn could can beat them the way that the 76ers are playing right now. But Brooklyn should with all of them. It's like a creative team. It's like how we used to do on live back in the day. Like you picking all these players, big names, but they got to perform. And we know James' track record in the playoffs. That's another thing you got to look at. Not only James, Blake Griffin's track record. Yeah, exactly. Uh, DeAndre is not really a scorer anyway, nah. so we don't take his defense rebound. Yeah. And Kyrie and KD are going to do what they do. We yeah. know that. It'll be interesting. I mean, I, it'll be a, a good race at the top. But we know that playoffs is always also role players. I don't care who – when the Lakers won last year, it wasn't just LeBron and AD. You had KCP stepped mm-hmm. up one game and Kuzma stepped up. Guys will step up. I don't know who Brooklyn has. I mean, we are Uncle jo- Jeff. Joe Harris. And Joe Harris. But guess what? Joe Harris needs the ball. He's somebody that comes off screens. If you have all those five guys you named or four because DeAndre is not a dominant offensive player – when is Joe going to get his buckets? <laughs> oh, I can tell you, when James dribbled the 24-second shot clock, he's just going to throw it to Joe. And that's not – you. we talk about in rhythm. Exactly. And that's when you got guys like Shamit and uh, Uncle Uncle Jeff. Yep. The rhythm will be off. So this is why it's going to be interesting to see how yeah. they play out, honestly. Yeah. I mean, hey, we're talking about Brooklyn and – uh, the 76ers, you, I mean, I know they haven't been living up to their potential, but you can't forget the Bucks. I mean, I like the Bucks. I like Giannis. Of course, we both love Drew Holiday. Exactly. And I want Drew to do well. And I think also somebody that got snubbed, Chris Middleton from an All-Star as well. He's just a guy, when you're shooting 50, 40, um, 40 50, 90. Yeah. He just hoops, as you mentioned. He's not flashy, but he's very efficient. Exactly. Uh, I I think them signing, well, they still have Lopez, but they have some other guys they added. You mentioned um, Drew. They could do something. You know, they could. Giannis is going to be honest, but the teams are going to make adjustments in the playoffs. And then we got the Heat. Are they going to get back, or you think it was just a bubble flute? I, you know what's crazy? Jimmy and Bam are going to be locked in. Very disappointed with Tyler Hero. I feel like it went to his head. The limelight went to the head. Instagram girl, and he's that type of supreme yeah, yeah, F-boy, yeah. you know, that type of dude. He, I don't see much out of him. He's going to fizzle out of the league. Damn, like that? Yeah, you can say what you want to say. It is what it is. Um and then Duncan Robinson, I was disappointed too. Same. I mean, I think like but Duncan we all, is different. Yeah, you know? but we always talk about it though. Like you could catch people off guard, and then nobody has a game plan <laughs> right. defensively for you. Right. But once they figure out what you can do and what you can't do, you got to figure out as a player how to keep evolving because all he could do is catch and shoot. People know that yeah. they're gonna put their hand right there. 
Yeah. And you're going to struggle. So I, I, it'll be interesting. Kendrick Nunn has – He playing well. He, I was going to say he he's in and out of the lineup because Drogic is in and out of the lineup. Right. So that, that kind of hurts him because he's a starter two games and now you're coming off the bench. So, you know, your your rhythm is off. But Jimmy still, you know, he'll have those guys locked in. They're, they're, those those are guys that you don't want to play in a seven-game series in the second round because if they – if you beat them, they still gonna beat you up <laughs> for sure. You know you are gonna be fatigued, and and so Miami is somebody that it would be nice if Miami could get one more piece. It, it's crazy to say that, yeah. Uh, a guard, maybe a, but we'll you know we'll talk yeah, about yeah. it later. But I I feel like Miami can surprise a few people, but we're not in the bubble this year. This is true. So some of them guys you mentioned are locked in. Were locked in last year because it was bubble. You just that's all you had to do was hoop. Come downstairs in your slides and hoop. Put your shoes on and get you know the game is over and get you a little food and go upstairs play Call of Duty. You know, (laughs) yeah. And then just rounding out the East. uh, So in the fifth spot is the Celtics, who are still a great team. Jalen Brown. I got something to say about them, but go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, nah, I was just saying they still got you know Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart. They got a solid team, but they're like a Portland Trailblazers at the West or the East. There's two things about them. All right, the coach you got to get rid of him now. Brad Stevens is a good coach, but I feel like maybe college, he's not a he's not a great coach when he has superstars. Maybe guys that are trying to build to get to something. But Jalen Brown development was amazing. You see it. Yeah. But now that he's going into that next tier, it's tough. Because Jason Tatum, he can just roll out of bed and be a hooper. Jalen Brown had to work, and you saw the first couple years. Then at one point, Jalen Brown looked like he was better than Jason Tatum. Exactly. And now they're kind of like neck and neck, and yeah. they're both amazing talents. But but I feel like Brad Stevens, I don't know who you can replace him with. I still think he's a great coach. I just think the the guys that he has, I don't know. It's just not it's not working. Yeah. I wanna say this. Kimba Walker has been very disappointing. Like That's very your very, very, very disappointing. I've watched so many games with him and he made it seem like Charlotte was the reason why you wasn't winning, but it could have been him a little as well. Because you figure you're the guy now, veteran leadership. He's so inconsistent offensively, and he's not the best defender, and it's like you're not making the guys around you better, having high assists. So what do you bring into the team? It's just a lot of smiling, as Jason Allen would say, a lot of smiling, win or lose. So I was very disappointed with Kimba, and if they were smart, you I move like, him? I would move him. I love Marcus Smart, of course. He's a dog, I think. You know, they have guys. I would trade Kimba. You ask for who? I don't know. Um, let's be real. If I had opportunity to get P.J. Tucker out there, I would have to shuffle some things yeah. because I don't know the guard play. But I could just get a, a mediocre guard because I have Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. See, you don't need you don't need as much offense as you need defense because yeah. if I got P.J. and Marcus Smart – them dudes, is, them dudes is locking defense down. All right, Jalen, you could take it – or Jason Tatum, you could take a break on offense because we're going to help you out. I just don't know. I don't know. I, don't, yeah. I would move Kimba, though. Maybe send him to New York. Interesting. He might flourish there. 
So I'm saying he out there with his people. They were, what's up, boy? Boy, you back, huh? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So I just wanted to say that about, about Boston. I just feel like they, you mentioned them being like Portland. They're just a team out there. You don't know what you're going to get. And it sucks because Jason and, and Jalen's talents, you feel like they're just going by the wayside. Yeah. You know? And they should be, you know, higher than what they are. True. I. Cause right behind them, they got they got a young a young squad that's gonna be something in a couple years. The Charlotte Hornets. Go ahead, talk about them. I sit back. Hey, I said it before. Lamelo Ball, he should have been the first pick in the draft. But hey, not it, not taking nothing away from Anthony Edwards because he's starting to get it together and he's been playing well. Oh yeah, he caught a body bad. Bad that poor man, like you would say. <laughs> um. And James Wiseman is playing whatever. I mean, he he not playing number two pick worthy. I thought he would have been doing a lot better. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, you on the Warriors. This I mean, it's Steph, but like you a big man, you should be dominating. I, I'm very disappointed in his players. I feel like the the Warriors would have they were well suited to have a player like Lamelo on their team. You think so? Yeah, man. Like that dude doing what? Just imagine him doing what he's doing right now. Throwing the ball to Steph, wide open, in the corner, or even say you thinking for the future next season, you got him. He's acclimated to the system already, and then you plug Clay in, and that's what I think they. That's what I think they. Why they didn't draft him? Yeah, but still, like you take Steph off the ball, and Steph is able to be just you. a shooter. I got it. I got you. I, hey, man. Now listen, I think that. Him going to Charlotte. Oh, yeah. It was a blessing in disguise. I, for that's sure. what I think for sure. It was hey. a blessing in disguise. No pressure. They could ease him along. Like, and all those guys are young guys out there. And you can clearly fun. see they're having fun, like you said. And they're growing together. Like, he brings a, a different kind of swag to the team. Like, you see in guys playing really well that have kind of just been out there just lunching for a couple years. Like, uh, my boy Bridges is out there balling. Balling. Scary Terry, he he seems like he's woken up a little bit. Yeah, because last year was tough on him. Yeah, I mean, Devontae, he's still continuing his his growth. He just had a couple injuries. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gordon Hayward, I think that is uh, uh, under – what is it? Um, not underestimated, but uh, – It is – I mean, they did underestimate his, his, his skill set yeah, and being yeah. out there. Like his – Because he was hurt. His signing was – solid for them like he doesn't get a lot of highlights but when you look at the box score he's averaging at least a dub yeah he's 23 and you know five or whatever not whatnot he's a stable offensive player on their team and then you know Lamelo gets most of the highlights because he out there doing something flashy but man you got to watch out for them guys in the next couple years I agree I mean you guys told me about him and I've been locked in watching him uh the whole season I think that he's much better than both his brothers. I feel like uh, if Lonzo had just a little bit more aggressiveness like him, he would flourish in New Orleans right? because the pieces are there. It's you and Zion and, and B.I. You should be having fun as well. Don't it's, it's like he's scared or something. I don't know what he's scared. I know he's averaging 15 and 5. Um, I mean, and that's that's – Solid numbers, but we just expect more out of him. I mean, he's capable of doing more. 
Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and then the other one, I guess he, they said he works at Sunglass Hut or something like that. The the middle brother. So overall, his dad hasn't said much. Um, he's been quiet, which is a surprise. I don't know if Mike had a conversation with him or they just said, "Don't bring all that foolish." But he's been quiet. He Levar has been quiet hasn't for the said, most part. And and I know they mentioned maybe that Lonzo and Lamelo might link up, right? Yeah, That's the rumor. yeah, yeah. They might. Okay. We'll see. So, so second half, I mean, if the playoffs were to start right now and everything was to happen, say AD comes back and Bede is back, everybody's kind of fully rostered. You got the Lakers and, and who coming out of the West? I would say that, uh, I wouldn't be mad at a Lakers-Philly final. Mm. That would be – That's old school. Yeah, it was very old school. Magic Johnson days. Magic against the the, the doctor. Yep. So Brooklyn, you just still I mean, I I still think that it would be tough for them to stop and be the way he's playing right now. I mean, okay. if he stops playing the way he's playing, then I would definitely give it to Brooklyn. I mean, and you know me, I, I always root for the underdog, so I mean I feel some type of way about James, and I feel some type of way about them stacking players. I know you do. I know you don't care for James. But, I mean, I just, you know, I would rather see a team that's actually working hard and doing well. I mean, I know Doc is the coach. It's Doc. I was going to say that. <laughs> it's down in but, your heart. Like, I like Embiid, man. I, I think he's a very great player, generational talent, like big man that's versatile. Um, and I like Ben Simmons, too, even though he, he's in the NBA and he can't shoot. But I think to and this is in Ben's defense, he wasn't forced to shoot in high school or in college. Yeah, he does more. So you can't. I get it. Oh, he's supposed to be able to shoot, but Ben Simmons can do things that other guys that can shoot that can, you know he can do stuff that they can't do. So he, that's not what they want him to do. And it's scary too because you forget he's six ten. Yeah. So I to, in his defense, he's a big man. I love it because any big dude that can bring the ball up and be a point guard. Um, I like Ben. I don't have no problem. with No, him. I always like Ben. Like he's just a, he just wants to hoop. Yeah, he's a he's a crafty guy. He his IQ is 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 very high, and he will play defense. Yeah, if you got people, people forget about that. If he's six ten and he's guarding most guards, aside from Stephen Dame, he can probably hold most of the guards. Exactly. Well, and Uncle Drew, Kyrie. But nobody can hold Kyrie. Yeah. So I mean, I I, I wouldn't be mad at a at a Lakers. At a little Laker Philly. Yeah, Lakers Philly. I thought you was gonna say Utah Brooklyn Finals. Please, I wouldn't watch. Stand one, up. I wouldn't watch one game. I'm just playing. Who I, you got? I'm I'm pretty much. You know what? I will say this: the Clippers are gonna wake up. It would be the Clippers and Milwaukee. Oh wow! I see now. And of course, me not being a fan this season, that would, of course, they would get to the chip. Yeah, Paul George will be playing against Chris Middleton, and then it'll be Kawhi having to play against the Greek freak. You're gonna see both guys got big hands. Pauls, they're gonna be out there balling. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and we'll just see what happens. But that's just you know something I just it'd be interesting. Because that was that was almost supposed to be the finals last year. It was supposed to be, and, and the both Clippers, teams couldn't couldn't do it. 
I wake up, go to work, and they said the Clippers and lost again. They lost three straight. I had to leave the house. You said you said it was one person. The reason why they lost, it was Doc. No adjustments, but we're not gonna get into that. Ah, uh, that's my only thing about Philly in the in the playoffs. Doc has to make some kind of adjustments. Like when the team makes adjustments in the past, Doc has not made any adjustments. And we'll see. I've, I, I mentioned I read an article and they said that uh, Doc is a player's coach and that all those is. and and. Uh, Tobias and then B, they respect him and they like him, and that's why they're playing for Doc. Doc is doing a good job coaching the guys. Sam Cassell is an assistant out there. He's a player coach. He's he's played on championship caliber teams. Everybody respects him. I think that goes a long way. Sam you, Sam should be a head coach, but sometimes guys don't want to be head coaches. You want to be a head coach, okay? Well, let me not speak for Sam then. Well, he might be depending on what happens. Yeah, but in his role, he's very, very yeah, good. You know, so we will see. Maybe the development of Embiid has been because of Sam or somebody like that that is working with them behind the scenes. Exactly. We don't know. Yeah, this is true. So we'll see how that goes. Um, the the moving forward. The trade deadline is right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Do you see anybody that could help a team possibly get into the playoffs or win the chip? I mean, of course, there's a there's a couple guys that are, you know, hot commodities right now, especially, you know, we're talking about Andre Drummond getting bought out possibly in Cleveland. Uh, we got Kyle Lowry is in the trade rumors, even though he keeps saying he's going to be a Raptor for life. Uh, we got Porzingis possibly being moved. We got P.J. Tucker. Who could, I like P.J. Who could possibly be moved. Um, and LaMarcus Aldridge and the Spurs just said they mutually went apart ways with and each that probably other. And that was probably pop knowing that yeah. they rebuilding. Yeah, and, you know, he's an older player. He want to get a chip before he get out he of said, there. Let this man try to get a ring somewhere. You exactly. Know? Um, but I think uh, I think Lamarcus actually would be uh, somebody that I would go after if I was a contender, just because he's a versatile big. I mean, you don't necessarily have to start him, mm-hmm. but if you bring him off the bench, you know what he could do around that fifteen foot mark. Scary. That fadeaway is crazy. So I mean, I don't know defensively. Yeah, he might be a little, a little bit of a liability. But on offense, you guarantee some offense with him. I feel like Andre Drummond is—he's solid, but he's almost like a dinosaur. Like he's just—he can't do anything else but score in the post. I know he's working on his jumper, but is he really going to shoot 15-footers and threes? I mean, no, but he, he's been making his free throws. But even though that even though that, that's lost, I mean, we mentioned Embiid being more um, dominant. Embiid can shoot. We right. know that. But Drummond has good footwork, has yeah. great hands. Yes. Um, and around the rim, you have to triple and double team him. So if you put him in the right system with – Guard play. Now you have to pick and choose because if you put Drummond, which we thought Whiteside was going to be that guy for Trash. Portland, but he's lazy. But if you put Drummond in the right scenario, 
say this is an example with Dame and CJ at health, you can't not double yeah, drumming. That's, that's a good fit, actually. Then you got Hoodie Mello, and you still got CJ and Dame. So I think it with drumming, to answer yours, if you put them in the right system, it will work. Now, the, fast pacing, no, it's not going to work. With the Lakers. No, I just don't see because he's gonna clog the middle too much. Yeah, because LeBron AD likes got to be there. LeBron likes Le, to drive. Yeah, LeBron and then Drummond, like you mentioned, drum LeBron. It won't work with them because LeBron will throw it out to the bigs. You see what's happening with Gasol? He's just two left feet clogging up the middle. LeBron running into him. Uh, so it it, it kind of depends on who who drafts him because look at. Look at Golden State. If they was to get drumming, it could be the same scenario. They like to run and gun, but then if you if you have two shooters and you have Draymond bringing the ball up, and say they got rid of whoever they got rid of, and Clay and Steph is there, when you set up, if you throw the ball in the post to drumming and somebody comes on the weak side to help, he can throw it out to Clay or Steph. You got a problem on your hands. This is true. So Do you I just, think he would be willing to go to a Golden State, or oh, will he go to a contender? Leaving Cleveland, you don't have much. Please, <laughs> let's. So, be, so you saying he would just sign? He should sign with anybody that kind of really wants him. It, as long as it's not Detroit or like Orlando, no, but to, yeah, get out of Cleveland because they're that they, you go there to die. They're done, and. Figure out okay if it's not this year, maybe next year. Yeah, you know because that you mentioned Golden State, that's what they should be looking at anyway. Like Clay is out. Yeah, that's true. Do not go to Brooklyn, Drummond. Whatever you do, I mean they're <laughs> still on the table, bro. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Um, but I think he he would help a team for sure. Um, let's talk about PJ Tucker. I like PJ a lot, man. I. I think that, I mean, the corner threes he has developed. James got him a nice bag of money because he was able to spread right. the floor. But PJ's a workhorse. He's going to play defense. He's going to get rebounds. You ask me, um, he's somebody like, uh, this sounds crazy, but could you imagine the Clippers trying to get him? <laughs> that would man, that would be interesting. Cause they don't really. I didn't even think about that. Honestly, they don't really have a big man. But PJ used to play in the five. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you talking about lockdown defensively? I didn't even you think know? about that. I was I was only thinking one track mind. I was thinking he would go to Phoenix where he started his career. Yeah, but I you mentioned you you mentioned um, teams that really Phoenix. We'll see because you mentioned when AD comes back and guys become 100%, will Phoenix still be? Right, will they be right there? Because I, I don't know. I, I don't know. But if P.J. was to go to a Miami or Ooh. the Clippers where you have other guys that are locked in defensive, because you know Jimmy Butler would love P.J. Of He's course. a workhorse. And you know Patrick Beverly and P.J. would get along. Of course. So then oh, you got – that's, that's a good landing spot. I'm just I, – I mean, when you look at contenders, but you can come right in – you don't have to be the offensive because you know some guys are like, damn, now I got to score right. more. But you you have you have a couple of places. I don't see him going to Celtics. I don't see him going to Portland. Nah. 
or Den- even the Lakers, no, because the Lakers yeah. have PJ Tucker type guys and KCP. Exactly. And, you know, yeah. I, you think of Milwaukee? I don't know. I don't even think Milwaukee either. They got too many shooters already. I mean, he just be in the way. You just be there. It would just be another name. I think. He, I think. The Clippers are a good fit, and I think Phoenix is a good fit for him. Phoenix. Uh, yeah. For LaMarcus, I say, I mean, me personally, I would love to see him go back to Portland. Oh, with Dame. Yeah. I definitely would love to see him go back to Portland. If not, I, I don't know. I don't see him fitting well with the Lakers because him and AD are kind of the same. You know, they're big men that can shoot. I mean, I don't know. The way teams are stacking up. Maybe they wouldn't even care. They just put them out there. Yeah, now that you got me thinking, uh, Portland probably makes the most sense. Um, especially at, as a contender. Mm-hmm. Can you see him in Phoenix? I can see him if. Oh yeah, I, I he almost signed there a couple of years ago before he Phoenix. signed with the Spurs. He almost signed with Phoenix. Phoenix. So Phoenix, huh? if Phoenix is somehow able to get. LaMarcus and you reaching. I'm just saying there yeah. there would be both guys that would get bought out. Yeah. So they could talk to each other and Chris Paul, you know he on the phone. Chris Paul talking to people now. That's what I'm saying. Him and PJ probably already talked or I don't know. I mean, but if somehow some way Phoenix could add those two players. What that, about that, that would put them right there still. What about LaMarcus going to the Clippers? That doesn't work. Uh, it might. It would just, yeah, it, it might work actually because they have Batum and Serge Ibaka are you know like they're bigger guys that can shoot. I wouldn't be opposed to it. Mm, I'm just yeah. That would be a solid fit for them. Would they make the move? I don't know. You know what's crazy? I mean, and we keep throwing the same teams. Lamarcus could go to. Miami, he could go to Miami because then Bam is the guy that stays in the post, yeah, and running gun. He he can shoot a little bit, yeah, but then spreading the floor with Jimmy Lamarcus. You know, like you said, he hit the 15, 17 footer. Now it's more shooters: Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, and so it. When you just talk about different scenarios, right, right, it, it all is just the different scenarios. You know, that's interesting. Yeah, we, I mean, I I think. The biggest one that you said today was P.J. on the Clippers. Man, because you look at four guys that all play defense with Kawhi, P.G., P.J. Tucker, and um, Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly. Trouble. Yeah, that would be trouble. I mean, most guys, because the Brooklyn team would struggle against them. Yeah. Because they play defense. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> that, that's, that was actually – that <laughs> was know? the gem of the day right there. Well, I didn't even think about it, man. Honestly, I that'd I, be interesting. Wow. Yeah, could happen. Then you get back on the Clippers. You that'd be your squad again. No, nah, I mean, I, I still would be off for this year and just see I'm, what happens. Yeah, see what happens. I know it was Doc. That's man, what it was, really. Honestly, man, like I said before, it was just a lot, man. Like it's just you get your hopes up so high, especially last year. It was it was PG. it was tailor made for them. It was the battle. Man, Paul LA. George had his mental stuff and. Doc didn't make no adjustments in the playoffs. Y'all almost lost in the first round to the Mavericks with no KP. Hey, man, Luca almost beat them single handedly. 
and then you on a bad ankle, you up against the Nuggets, and you allow them to beat you the same way for four games. It's still in your heart. I shouldn't even say nothing. It's cool. I, I'm, uh, I'm good now. Like I don't even watch the games. Honestly, I watch every now and then. One quick scenario, and we talked on and off, and I we like to just mess around, and we're gonna get out of here. I said that they should do this. Golden State should trade Clay Thompson and somebody else and some other pieces for Bradley Bill right now. Ooh. That's what I say. Only because you don't know what you're going to get when Clay comes back. Great point. He might not be the splash brother before injuries. And you see what Bradley Bill has done last year and this year. And it's like your talent is going to waste. A lot of people would be upset. That he that he that they that go they let Clay go. Clay is huge in the Bay Area. Well, I guess I got news for everybody out there. Y'all shouldn't even feel no type of way because y'all left Oakland. I shouldn't even be giving y'all no gems. God, hey, because y'all in San Francisco now, so y'all already disappointed half the world this out there because the Raiders left. Y'all left. Yeah, y'all crossed the bridge, but it take two hours to get over there with traffic <laughs> for sure. So if we gonna talk about Clay being big, Clay don't whatever. Hey, you heard it here first on the Hardwood Brand Podcast. And there's rumors that the Warriors might be trying to get Porzingis, too. Oh, yeah, you you mentioned Porzingis. That would change a hell of a lot going into next season. I wouldn't say so much for this season. Man, that sucks for Dallas. Yeah, but I like Mark Cuban. I I love Mark Cuban as, like, a business mind, like – I love what he, he, all the innovations he's trying to do, and he's outspoken. I, I think he's doing a great job. Okay, let me throw some magic before we, we get go, out of here. Here we go. Just tell Mark, call up uh, DC and try to get Bradley Bill and Luca. Just trade Perzingis over there, and, and some miscellaneous guys. You got some bums and nine draft picks, and just say, give me Bradley Bill and Luca now. And you know somebody else will try to come over there and lock in with you for sure. I'm wow, just saying, that's that's a that's an interesting scenario. I'm just saying, I don't that, think Luke, I don't think Mark would do that. He, he likes Porzingis. I think he likes Porzingis. He likes the European players. Yeah, but I also, you know, I don't know. We'll see. I just leave you with that. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it first. <laughs> Trey Clay Thompson for Bradley Bill <laughs> and some other miscellaneous. And Clay will go to die. <laughs> you right. Him and Russell. I like Russ. We got to get Russ out of DC too. Where you gonna go? DC ain't been the same since Obama left. Where Where you gonna go? Who Russ? Oh man, Russ could go plenty of places. They said the Clippers is up there too. Nah, it's too many mental laps out there. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want. Russ and Patrick Beverly get into it. Then PG, oh yeah, they don't even like each other. Then PG getting his feelings. He looking at the phone. You have too many. And then we be right back to square one. Kawhi be the, the only one that ain't said nothing. He got headphones on. Lou Williams and went to the strip club. It just won't work. It'll be a mental. No, Russell. You Russell just has to go somewhere where Russell could go to Milwaukee. No. <laughs> I'm just saying. I took it too far, huh? I was on a roll and just yeah, you, you right, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're we just gonna stop it. You we, right? I didn't know. I didn't we don't want you. want you to be Wizards, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> oh. We we you you started high. I did. I was doing well. Then I put on the jeans with the crease in the boots. Nah, huh? we don't need that. We gonna we gonna just edit that out. All right, man. Yeah, get rid. Don't. Sorry, y'all. Don't don't worry about <laughs> Russell. I love you. We can figure out a team for your next PC. <laughs>
But yeah, that pretty much covers it for this for this episode of the podcast. Uh, I feel like we covered a lot of things. Uh, just moving forward, we're gonna try to move away from like a lot of the NBA stuff because we don't want to date ourselves. And a lot of times we record podcasts, but things happen in the league so fast, where whether it be injuries or uh, players being cut or whatever else happens, and you know we recorded something and we can't put it out without like having a disclaimer so we just don't even put it out Mm -hmm. and that's happened a lot yeah so we're gonna try to move more into like you know just uh interview styles we try to you know introduce you guys to some people behind the scenes that you don't know um that they're making a big impact within the basketball community so that's the plan um just so we can just give you guys more more consistent podcasts and not date ourselves because that's right. been the biggest thing for us. Um, and we want to be more of a basketball community podcast instead of just like, you know, reporting on NBA stuff. NBA. I so, agree with that. Yeah. And, and we're co- still going to give you good content of course. and funny content. Nothing will change. Of course. Nothing's going to change at all. It's going to still be us cracking jokes, but, you know, also – Introducing you to more people. Hit it right on the head. Pause. And we're still gonna, you know, offer clothing. Uh, we did not forget about that. I know it's been a while, folks. Uh, we've released some stuff here and there. Thank you to everybody that bought our Battle of LA hats, and uh, we definitely appreciate that. And we'll be coming to you guys with some new uh, designs and stuff uh, in the near future, sooner than you think. Yes, sir. <laughs> he hit it on the head, old man Ross. I'm signing off. All right. Um, or should I say Roe Parish signing <laughs> off sweatsuits <laughs> and fly kicks. We need to get Roe on here. That's I'm going to shoot him a tweet and see what he says. Hey, that would be cool because I, I would know. like to ask him a couple questions. I know you would. You serious? And before I get out of here, my man Karis LeVert came back. He had surgery on his kidneys and he played. So welcome back to the NBA. I'm glad that you are healthy, my friend. I wish you nothing but the, the best out there in Indiana. Man, I'm like just not to extend the podcast but i'm actually really uh happy for cares because if you know everything happens for a reason mm-hmm. if he would have stayed out in brooklyn he could have possibly died or caused serious injury to himself but you know the man upstairs knows better than us and he allowed him to get traded and they were able to find what was going on in his kidneys and he was able to get well and now he's back on the court Karis is a bucket. I love it. My man, 50 grand. I hope he does well in Indiana. He will. Him and Sabonis. Um, and that's it. And then look how all the players Brooklyn has now. So he wouldn't have got no PT. Nope. And then when Spencer comes back from being – when he gets healthy again because he, he was out for that's the season. Right. He's another guy that can go to a different team and help somebody. This is true. Man. I'm, I've been leaving you with a few gems. I learned from you, brother. Hey, I appreciate it, man. I learned from you. You still the gift card bandit in my eye, but you gave him something else. I'm signing off. Uh, you guys have a wonderful day. Be safe. We know the pandemic is starting to ease up, but still take care of yourselves and, uh, you know, spread love and not hate. Hey, ho- and hopefully y'all can get back in the gym and shoot some jumpers at least about eight. <laughs> be be well out there, y'all. Peace. Peace. Peace.